outdoor summer tablescape. We want ice cream. We want, you know, kids playing in the background. We want this kind of table look. Well, first you've got to source all of those things yep. and make sure they all look good together. You've got to pack all those things. And you got to shoot it in November. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. because they will suddenly, yeah. that, that's the part I learned about media. Yeah. It's like, it's all, people are doing freaking summer yeah. shoots in like yeah. October. Yeah. <laughs> we want this look. Hey guys, the, the, the leaves are gold. We, yeah. we're, <laughs> Welcome to Owner's Table, where today we talk to Kathleen Varner. Now, Kathleen is a local Birmingham girl who has made her name in the styling business. She started out at Southern Living. We kind of trace her journey into what now. She's a new mom, and she pretty much is so good at what she does that she kind of gets to pick exactly who she wants to work with, when she wants to work with them, and how she wants to work with them. Wonderful story about how she's done that. I know you're going to enjoy but Kathleen, so good to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm honored and excited to be here. Perfect. So this is the very first podcast she's ever done. Uh, so she is. Uh, she said she was a little nervous coming in, but she'll do great. So okay. So first off, tell me. Tell me about you. Tell me about your business and what it is you do, and just kind of the the elevator version of hey, what's your name? What do you do? What yeah. is that? So it's. I mean, it's evolved a little bit throughout the years, right. but primarily I am a prop stylist and a florist. And lately leaning a little bit more towards the prop styling, but um, I work with a lot of editorial, I work in people's homes, work with a lot of interior designers, and I kind of set up shots to make them look magazine perfect is. So if you go to her website, KathleenBarner.com, okay, she has some of the best pictures you will ever see. I don't know who shoots them, but the styling of them is absolutely wonderful. Sam, Sam's our, does all of our video, all of our pictures. He's in the room. You got to go to our website. It's wonderful. So, so I, there's a lot of people out there and up until about two years ago, I had no idea what a prop stylist <laughs> is. So I imagine you're at parties or at kids birthday parties and you say, I'm a prop stylist. I look at you like you're crazy. So tell us what is a prop stylist? Well, and if I'm honest, I did not know what a prop stylist <laughs> was until I moved to Birmingham. Um, so I moved here about 15 years ago okay. for an internship with Southern Living. Great. And I had a graphic design background, was their intern, and I did graphic design, and I helped with their photo shoots. And that's where I learned that those pretty pictures that you see in the magazines aren't just sitting there like that. No, and absolutely. someone comes in and just takes a bunch of pictures. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of prepping and planning and schlepping and setting up yeah. and taking down and and that's kind of where I got the bug for it and figured out what it was and that's what I wanted to do so the thing I'm, I'm gonna ask you this now do you know yeah. who, a lady named Alice Head yes, yes. okay so uh -huh. so we can tell Alice Head story so yes. um Alice Head started uh -huh. working here in the building I want to say four years ago, she was okay. hired. Mark Pettis yep. and Chris Hodges hired her here at the church, yep. and she was at Purcell, running yes. the place at yep. Purcell. Mm -hmm. Alice is wonderful. Yeah. So we had we have a company called Milfit, and you like I said, you've yep. ordered Milfit before. Mm -hmm. But before that, I mean, in, bef after that, we started a company, Table and Time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're sitting there doing a meal one day. She's helping me style it. She's helping me present the meal in a fancy uh -huh. way. Yeah. And she goes, "You need to change the name of your company." And I go, well, meal prep and healthy catering, meal fits, like, there could not be a perfect name, more perfect name. Uh -huh. And she's like, well, you, if you're going to do these nicer higher-end weddings and events, sure. no one's going to pay you tons of money with a name like meal fit. Yeah. And she's right. 
And she said, you need to start another company then. And so she is the proverbial kick in the pants as to why we started Table in Time. And she's right. I mean, she's usually right. Oh yeah. She's wonderful. She's absolutely wonderful. So Alice is great. So, so you were an intern. So, so I love talking about people doing internships. So I just Mm -hmm. told one of my people that works with me, she's got a kid graduating from high school. Mm -hmm. Not sure she wants to do college. And I said, she Mm -hmm. needs to go find a job to make money, but she also needs to go work for somebody for free just to figure out what she wants to do. So why did you do an internship at Southern Living? Um, well, Southern Living's always, so I actually grew up up north, but my dad is from Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. And all of his family's still there. And Southern Living, like many people in the South, sure. was it had a lot of weight in that household right. and was a big deal. And so living in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, we got Southern Living every month wow. because that was part of my dad's link still to his, <laughs> my, my gotta get my to roots. his roots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get my Southern Living. Yeah. So um so I went to University of Tennessee for undergrad. Really? From, I I from Pennsylvania? Yes. That's great. That's a little, um, you got to be careful, you know, how much you talk about sure. that down here. Now, I'll but. say this. I lived in uh, Cookville, Tennessee. Okay, yeah. For 11 years. Oh, wow. So it's a great area. It's 11. So. So. Okay, so lived, went, to, went to UT. Went to UT and uh, I worked in the newspaper there, um, designing ads for the newspaper. And they had a connection to Southern Progress here. And we had some some people in our group that did internships down there. And when I heard about that, I said, that's it. I got I got to get in this program. That's that would just be this magazine for 20 years. (laughs) Yes. Um, So kind of through some connections there. And um, that was just you know, kind of my plan A, like I'm going to intern there after college wow. and it luckily worked out. Um, so what did you go to college for? Cause that's a big question that college is a big question these days mm-hmm. of, is it worth it? You know, should I go, you know, I have different, there's so many different opinions about that. I have a strong opinion about that. I imagine you probably do too. Mm-hmm. So what did you go to college for? So I went for advertising and graphic design. Okay. Yeah. So kind of in the same realm. Sure. But, um, there's, there definitely wasn't a prop styling degree at no, UT. For sure. Um, so that was something I think what I did got me in the door where I am. Yeah. But um, most most of what I've learned has been, I mean, just assisting, doing a lot of- On the job. On the job. Yeah. Yep. So growing up, tell me about growing up. So I know you went to UT, mm-hmm. you did the Southern Living. We've kind of stopped at the Southern Living internship. We'll get mm-hmm. back to that. So yeah. tell me about growing up. Grew up in Philly. Like Philly? what, what was life like there? Were you an athlete? Were not athlete? Super creative. Give, give me some, give me who, who is the, <laughs> the early Kathleen? Wow. That's, uh, seems like another lifetime ago, but it, uh, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> um, but no, a great, great childhood growing up, um, a suburb outside of Philly mm-hmm. remind me a lot of kind of the, the Homewood Crestline. Like we, you know, I walked to school, I walked to gotcha. the movie theater, you name it. Sure. Um, and, you know, trips to Tennessee every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, it was, I still have a lot of family up there. I, I try to go up a couple times a year, but um, it was, I was involved in high school. I did a lot of sports, uh, league champion pole vaulter. Okay, let's um, go. My junior year. League champion, no big deal. <laughs> Got a celebrity in the house. <laughs> um, and then God, really, pole vaulting. That is so, so like there's this story about this guy. He, what is the, what is the, uh, the track event where they do 10 events? Oh, uh, is it heptile? Decathlete? Decathlon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
So this guy uh -huh. was extremely fast, uh -huh. unbelievably athletic. He was a stone cold killer. Oh wow! But he only did nine events because he shot the middle finger to the pole vault. He's like, <laughs> I'm not doing the pole vault. I'm not. <laughs> he said, I'm doing oh, that's, it. That's a but he still was great. He, he ended up winning a bunch of events, even though he only did nine. Oh my gosh! So he was that good. But he's like, I ain't doing I'm that. I'm not touching that. So. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it is. But honestly, I mean, it was. I loved it. Like That's I, great. I started a little later. It's not exactly a lifelong sport. You nope. can do this. So, nope. um, you pick at 22. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So growing up normal childhood, what are your, what did your parents do? Cause I always like to ask people like, how, what did you see growing up? See growing up. So, um, a little bit interesting. So my dad worked in banking. Okay. For, um, he worked in the city. So he commuted like 40 minutes into the mm -hmm. city every day, um, which was fun. I got to go like see him in downtown Philly and get, you know, got cheesesteaks, did the That's whole right. thing. Um, and then my mom is actually a Methodist minister. Really? Yes. And so it was a, a little different dy dynamic. Um, she, and she worked a lot. She, you know, she had a lot of late night meetings, a lot yeah. of, um, you know, you'd be getting ready to go on vacation and then somebody die. Somebody die. Or, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> That's the truth. Um, but no, a very, um, very interesting perspective. Her father, my grandfather, was also a Methodist minister. Um, huh. And then I've also got Methodist ministers on my dad's side. So, so that's pretty deep. You know what? Though? That was kind of, so a woman being a minister, I guess, probably 20, how old are you? 37. Yeah, so probably mm -hmm. 20 years ago, mm -hmm. maybe longer. That was kind of, she's kind of cutting edge. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty um, awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so I think I... With her, you know, looking back, I definitely grew up with a strong female influence. Yeah, of, absolutely. Um, of you know, hard work and mm -hmm. and taking ownership in what you do. Um, she so she did her divinity school graduate school at Vanderbilt, and that's the connection. That's where they met. That's where they met. So that's great. So mm -hmm. you've got two, uh, what some people would view as two polar opposite. I mean. Oh, yeah. Paths. Mm -hmm. So one that's like banking and dollars and like, mm -hmm. you know, the margins and all this stuff. And then yes. you got one that's like, hey, love Jesus, do the right thing, all yes. those good things. And so I got none of the numbers stuff still. None of the numbers. Still <laughs> that, have that's, 37. That's a very big struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a calculator on my phone. Yeah. So, um, okay. So pretty, gr sounds like a pretty, you know, normal, progressive, great mm -hmm. upbringing. Yeah. Go to Tennessee, mm -hmm. advertising and graphic design, mm -hmm. and then... Probably the reason you did the end. Why did the reason you did the internship? Because of seeing those magazines all your life. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's awesome. Yes, that's so good. So you get to internship at Southern Living. Yes. So tell me about from there. Where? Where? How did we progress from there? Yeah. So that was. I mean, that was kind of a. You did a. I mean, I was. It was a lot of packing candles, packing mm -hmm. plates. Um, you know, I was. I was a true intern. You yeah. said jump. I said how high for about a year and a half. Okay. Great. Mm -hmm. So here's my question. Mm -hmm. Tell me about pay. So when you go to be an intern mm -hmm. at Southern Living, we're talking a year and a half. We're not talking mm -hmm. about six weeks. We're not talking about a summer. A year and a half. Mm -hmm. What did they pay you at that time? Gosh, I'm trying to remember. I want to say it was about $15 an hour. Okay. May have been $10 an hour. Yeah. I think it was 15 Okay. So you just did that. So was that enough to make a living back then? By Bare, yourself. Barely. Now, I did have a great living situation. I got to live where I lived for free. Perfect. So it was, Sque it worked out for that time. Squeeze that orange as much as you can. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. So you did that for a year and a half. What mm-hmm. After a year and a half, where did it transition from there? So you said you did that for, for that long. Yes. So after a year and a half there, um, I, I got hired on and, and got a little bit, you know, more of a big girl salary mm-hmm. and benefits and all the things and was there probably for another, another couple years. Okay. I can't remember exactly, but, um, got, ended up getting laid off, um, towards the end. Um, like a lot, they went through a lot of transition for a They've while. Sold, Southern living has been bought and sold so many times. So many times. Yeah. Okay. Um, so saw the writing on the wall kind of happening there, which was a shame, but I, Again, it's very good for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I can remember thinking, you know, I don't have a trust fund or anything. I, I've got to pay for... My mom, my mom was a preacher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mom was a preacher. <laughs> um, and so I can remember just printing out my resumes and thinking I got to figure out something like okay. fast. Walking, so you're like 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. And walking around Mount Berg Village yes. because we used to get a lot of stuff there for yeah. work and... Um, I saw this really cute little store in Mount Brook Village, um, and it had a bunch of beautiful um, wedding invitations in the window. Okay. I thought, oh, this place looks cool. Maybe I can, you know, give them my resume, work here for a little while while I, while I figure out, you know, what my next step is. Because I did not want to go home to Philadelphia either. I, did you not? I, yeah, I very much loved living um, living down here or Tennessee and um, wanted to stay. So I uh, gave my resume. It was a wedding planning studio. And this is another one that you should probably... Who was it? Neely Butler. I know Neely real well. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was Neely Butler's wedding planning studio. Maria Me. Maria Me. That's great. And walked in with my resume, um, just kind of totally not attuned to like, you know, um, everything that they did at the time. Just thought, oh, this place looks cute. Yeah. And... She was growing fast, as you know, yes. and luckily needed help. And so I jumped on with them and started, I mean, in there, it was just kind of helping them like with packing. And so you literally just walked into Neely's office. Just walked So in. let me tell everybody, for those of you who don't know, and I'll have her on here at mm-hmm. some point. I've talked to her once about it. Mm-hmm. Neely Butler is probably one of the best wedding planners, I would say, in the Southeast. I'd maybe. say in the... In the country, in the country, at this point. probably yeah. in the country, she's mm-hmm. one of the best. She's an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. She's as hard of a working human being mm-hmm. as I've been around. She mm-hmm. hires great people. Her people stay most. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the team that she's got now, a lot of those girls have oh, been yeah. there for four or five years. Yeah. Um, so you just happen to walk into just yeah. By that's sh- awesome. So you start luck. working for Neely. Start working for Neely, and you know, with my background, I kind of did a little bit of everything. I helped her with wedding invitations. I helped her with the planning. Um, I helped her with some. I I think I actually started their Instagram. Now that I think nice. back to it, it's come a long way. Yeah, since sure. I yeah. started that for them, but um, but yeah. So a little bit of everything. Love the people working around her, having that influence, and just kind of learning and watching was huge for me. Um, was with her for about two and a half years-ish. So what did you do for Neely? Um, I was kind of split between helping with the paper products because they, okay. you know, they'll do everything for the wedding. They're doing the invitations, the koozies, the cups, the yep. programs, you name it. So you it. got a good education. Yes. That's great. So I got to see a little bit of everything. Um, and then, but she at that time needed a planner as well. I am a terrible wedding planner. Nice. <laughs> and you work for the best not, in the country. <laughs> it is just not my thing. Yeah. 
Um, but the way that, that, that I could be honest with her, she's, if you're, I think if you're honest with your boss and you're, you're working hard mm. and you have a good relationship, we were able to have by the end of it, a good, honest conversation of like, you know, you're really good here and here. You're not so good at this. So and I don't think you want to be. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I, I really don't. And That's so, so good. It was, but the connections that I made there and the work, that work ethic that I got to be around yeah. was, I mean, was great. So left there on great terms and started working at Hoffman Media, where Alice, I met Alice Head. Okay. Back at Southern Living. Ish. So, ish. Yeah. So my Do you know part, Daniel Boone? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was actually um, good friends with my husband at Auburn, too. Okay. Love yes. Daniel. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. So Hoffman yeah, Media. No, yeah, yeah, and we intersected later on too. Yep. Um, but yeah, went to Hoffman Media. Was a so let me let me go back. Yeah. Why did you leave? Like, For, why did you leave Neely to go back to Hoffman? I did you get fired? Because <laughs> you're not yeah. a good wedding planner. <laughs> maybe like having no. Uh, <laughs> maybe a little fired. No, maybe a little fired. <laughs> you, you you could ask Neely yeah. about that one. Um, but no, we, I think I really wanted to be back in the editorial world. Really? Okay. Um, I really did. I love the magazine world and Hoffman was a similar such, you know, environment to Southern Living. Yeah. And it just felt like a natural next step to go from being the intern with all the styling there to mm. jumping back in and getting my first full-time staff styling job. Right. So, um, Went there for, oh gosh, I can't even remember how many years. Um, so we're an intern for a year and a half. We're at Southern for two-ish. Uh -huh. We're with Neely for two-ish. So here we are, 27-ish years old, so 10 years uh -huh. ago. Yeah. So so you go to Hoffman. How long? You, the, what, what were you doing there? When they hired you, what were you doing? Just in-house? I was an in-house staff prop stylist for Victoria Magazine. Okay. Which is a very, um, it. Lot, lots of china, lots of flowers, mm. lots of tablescapes, lots of layers, lots of antiques. Okay. Something, if I'm honest, at the time, I did not know a whole lot about. But that's fine. Mm -hmm. But you learned a lot. Yes. Again, it was another just good, like, I mean, my, my 20s were a lot of just, you kind of, you go in and you not make it, not fake it till you make it, but... You, you figure it out. But that's what your 20s mm -hmm. are about. Exactly. Like your 20s are about figuring it out. Number mm -hmm. one, what do you really want to do? Uh -huh. Your 20s are about, number two, learning mm -hmm. the things you're good at and mm -hmm. the things you're not good at. Mm -hmm. And what do I have the capacity to really do? Right. Because you probably didn't have kids at the time. Yeah. You may or may not have been married. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have kids and you're not married. Yeah. You, it's like a, it's like a golden ticket for extra hours in your day. It is. It really and so is. like you have so much, so many more, so much more opportunity to learn, uh -huh. to explore, to do more. Mm -hmm. Like there's no one, when you get home at five or six o'clock, uh -huh. you freaking do whatever you want to do. And uh -huh. if you're a hustler and you want to learn like yes. this Victorian stuff, yes. you could have sat down and just studied and done all the, all those different things. Yes. So it's a, it's a 20 year for education and learning it and is. figuring out who you are. hundred percent. Yeah. And I loved it. I was thankful for the opportunity and. I, you know, and I had a couple shoots where I left in tears because <laughs> I, you know, didn't know the right thing or didn't plan X, Y, Z properly. But that's how you learn. Who was your boss? Um, it was an art director. The, the art director, Jordan Markser, was okay. um, her name. And she 
she was very good in her mm-hmm. position. Um, and I learned a lot from her too. That's great. She was, she was tough. Yeah. But I had one of those. I can't, you know, emphasize that experience enough. Like yeah. you got to have some hard bosses. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't be holding hands sure. until you're in your thirties because you're not going to learn anything that way. Right. That's great. So how long were you there doing with working for her and at Hoffman? Probably another three years. Okay. Um, and it was, it was great. It was a hard job. It was. Tell, why is why is that? Because because here's the thing. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, hey, Kathleen, you sit there and you make things look pretty all day mm-hmm. long. Yeah. How hard can it really be? Because I know there's <laughs> somebody listening. To this, she's freaking complaining about being a prop stylist. She gets yeah. to play with cool stuff and be in magazines. So yeah. like, so like, what what was hard about it? The it's it's a lot. So you know, they might give you like, all right, we're gonna do a shoot a, about. You know, a summertime shoot, outdoor summer tablescape. We want ice cream. We want, you know, kids playing in the background. We want this kind of table look. Well, first you've got to source all of those things yep. and make sure they all look good together. You've got to pack all those things. And you got to shoot it in November. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. because they will something. Yeah. That, that's the part I learned about media. Yeah. It's like it's all, people are doing freaking summer shoots yeah. in like yeah. October. Yeah. <laughs> we want this look. Hey guys, the, the, the leaves are gold. We, yeah. we're, we're getting. Yeah, but yeah. we want it to feel this way. Yeah. So you got to make, I mean, you got to make that all yeah. happen. That's a lot of sure. finding, sourcing, making, and as you're finding all this, making sure it looks right together, yeah. packing it up, getting it approved. And then you're on set and you've got a little, tru- you know, van full of stuff. And at the time, I didn't have assistance. I didn't know to ask for an mm. assistant. I didn't, you know, it was me. And so you're unpacking all this stuff. You're laying it all out. And by the time you get the van unpacked and the flowers done and have it all set out and you're sweating because it could be, again, outside on a 90 degree day mm. in Alabama. Yeah. And then you got to set up and make sure it looks right. Send it to approval. Sit around, wait for approval. Pack it all up again. Put the homeowner's house back to back get, to where it was. Back to where it was. Mm. It's and then you get back to the office and then you got to unpack it all again. God. Return it all. So yes, it has. And and at this point, I hire assistants. I try to cut out as much of that part as I can so that I can actually be focused on the creative. But when you're young and you're green and yeah. I think, though, the point of doing it, I think of not having an assistant at 26 or 27 years old or whatever it is, <clears throat> it, what it does is it teaches us, because mm-hmm. eventually you're going to have to teach that assistant or that person what mm-hmm. to do. Yes. It's a lot easier to teach that person what to do when you've done it yourself. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, when we first started our business, I mean, I, I did dishes, I, did, mm-hmm. I bought the groceries, I cooked, I did prep, I did everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I can, I walk in the kitchen now where there's, you know, 15 people in there and I can say, yeah. hey, I've done every one of your jobs. Like yeah. I can know how to do these things. Yes. Now that chef may be better. I am from a skill level, but sure. like I've done that before. Yeah. So, so like there's a lot to being a one man. Yes. Band. Yes. And you, to, yeah, to be good at anything you have to do, you have to understand what everyone else's job feels like and how right. best to you tell them what to do, tell them what you need and they can give you what you need. At the end. So two and a half years, at hard years at Hoffman Media. Mm-hmm. Learned a lot. Had a, mm-hmm. had a hard boss, but a good boss. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where do we transition from there? So then there, a lot of 
past experience starts coming together. Okay. At, when I was at Hoffman, we did. I did a lot of flowers for my shoots, and kind of figured okay. out I really, hey, I really like this. Do you? Um, yeah. And started having some people ask if I could do their wedding, and did a few, and was just like, oh my gosh, this is this is what I want to do. This this, this is amazing. It. Yeah. This is great. Um, and the experience with Neely and kind of having an understanding mm. of how they run yeah. really helped in that situation. And so it kind of, I kind of saw a lot of my experience molding together and the compounding of all yes. the different things that you've done. Yes. Which what your twenties is about. Yes. That's awesome. Which is, I mean, it was a dream. I'm very lucky yeah. um, to, to have had those opportunities. But, um, but yeah, and just kind of started falling in love with, with weddings at that point. And so as I started getting more and more requests, it kind of became this, um, you know, do I really want to be like tied to a nine to five or do I want to start making my own schedule? Mm. And at that point I was engaged and we got married, we had like a year long engagement. And so. About a year after we got married, I jumped from being employed somewhere to self-employed. Okay. So how long, it's a mm -hmm. question that all of us have to answer at some point mm -hmm. that are business owners. How long did you do both? How long did you work nine to five, prop styling, all of those things to, and doing X number mm -hmm. of weddings on the weekend or X number of, you know, flower things? Let's see. So it was kind of, I did a little bit of a half and half. Like, so after I left, right when I was leaving Hoffman, I did get a part-time job at Cooking Light. And that's where I met Daniel. Boom. Gotcha. Um, and so I knew I was going to have that that steady income every month. Just from enough that. to pay the power bill. Yes. Okay. And then anything extra I got was, was great. Um, and so, I mean, I still needed the extra, but right. I had a base to go off of. So I started that transition in that way. So I had still had a regular part-time job, um, but then was able to slowly build the freelance more and more and more until I didn't need the part-time job anymore. Perfect. And that was probably a year, year and a half. Okay. So you mm -hmm. went from full-time Hoffman into Cooking Light mm -hmm. part-time. Mm -hmm. Hey, I work for you, but I'm only going to work part-time mm -hmm. because I got this other thing I'm doing. I'm doing flowers. So, mm -hmm. so flowers was your first... Mm -hmm. Big girl, entrepreneurial business owner gig. Yes. So doing a floor, not a florist, but yeah. I get okay. I guess yeah. a florist, florist for yeah. for doing event florist. Event florist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how? So tell me about that transition. How did you leave Cooking Light? All those things. Yeah. So I, it just got to where I was. I was having maybe at least at least one or two wedding, or probably one to two weddings a month. Were you undercharging when you started? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. We all did. Everybody. <laughs> yes. If yes. you're a bit of business owner, you undercharged at some point. Yes. Yeah. Um, all the time. I mean, if making I had... $47 off all weekend work. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got yes. you. Yes. And it was hard work. It yeah. was. And, it's very and, hard work. And Josh helped me, my sweet husband, a lot in the beginning, mm -hmm. just, you know, loading and, you know, renting, renting the truck and all the things. But, um, but it really, like, it, it, it filled my cup. And I was young and I didn't have kids. And, yeah. you know, again, like you said, you have all the time in the world to sure. explore and do. And so um, it was really, it was a lot of fun. Um, and that was kind of 
mostly what I did after that. I, I did a lot of weddings. I did. I still did some shoots here and there. Um, would still get calls from Southern Living, calls from Hoffman, uh, um, which was great um, in between those. Sure. Um, so still kind of kept up that skill set. But my bread and butter was the weddings. Okay. And, you know, like, like you said, I mean, I did it for close to nothing in the beginning. Sure. We all did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then slowly let them get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you, when did, when you left cooking light mm-hmm. and you're doing all floor stuff, you're kind of got the, mm-hmm. this part time. So you went from full time to part time mm-hmm. to now the prop styling and things like that. That's kind of side gig stuff yes. just to kind of make it a little extra money here and there. Yes. And then you're doing flowers. Yes. Okay. So tell me where we transition from there. From the flowers. And so I was doing the flowers a lot for a while. Um, and I'm actually, I've got a big wedding this weekend. I had a wedding last weekend. Um, so we're a little bit. Oh, in doing the, the flowers. Doing the flowers. Okay. Yes. Um, and then I guess, I'm trying to think, it kind of all becomes a blur too when you start having kids. My, Absolutely. <laughs> And see, Alice is, she'll be four this summer. Okay. And yeah, I've got a four-year-old and a, almost four-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. And so (laughs) once I started having kids, um, as much as I love the flowers, it slowly kind of started getting a little bit harder. Now my husband's in medicine, so his, his schedule does not budge. No. If the kids are sick. When medicine, what is he? Is he a physician? Is he an ornament? What does he do? He's an anesthesiologist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he has a, yeah. Yeah. And so. Weird hours. Um, he, is they're, there, are they real consistent? They're pretty consistent. That's good. It, it just varies when he gets off. Sure. So he used to be at work at 6 a.m. Hmm. every day. And then he'll get off anywhere from 10 or 11 a.m. to 5 o'clock. Oh, depending on Yeah. So just depending on how, you know, how busy the schedule is, yeah. what he is in the lineup. Um, and then he'll have call a couple times a month. So not too bad. No, not too bad. Like as far as the doctor's schedule goes, it's, it's a pretty good lifestyle. So when you transition to doing flowers full time, so mm-hmm. t- tell me where we are now. Like we've, we've left cooking light. We're, mm-hmm. we're, what are we like? What's the flow of the last, I guess, four or five years? Four or five years. Because, I mean, like right before you had mm-hmm. kids to now, mm-hmm. what has been primarily your your go-to as far as income and your business is concerned? So right now, it's definitely heavier on back on the styling because that is, you know, Monday through Friday during the day. During the day. And the weekends have just gotten tough. Um, yeah. And that's been a big conversation and the household lately is how is this transitioning? And luckily, I've been able to sort of slowly shift it back to primarily styling. Um, but the weddings are still, I've gotten them to the point where they're big enough that I can do just a few a year. Sure. And it makes a nice chunk of money that can lead me over if I want to take a little bit of a break. Right. Um, so I've got, I've only got three this year. Now, one of them's a client I worked with before, um, and the two others are, they're all with the same wedding planner. Who's that? Hanley. Yeah. Yeah. Who's also She's great. Awesome. Um, And so, and she knows me at this point. She knows my style. She knows the kind of wedding I want to take, the kind of budget I want to take. And it's it's, so easy. Yes. It's so easy when you work with the same people, same vendors or Vindy over over and over again. Absolutely. So, um, 
when you say styling, you're doing a lot of styling. Who are you doing that for? So that's another transition that's happened okay, recently. Let's that talk I've about seen. it. <laughs> it's been really fun. Yeah. Um, so it used to only really be magazines. I did sure. a lot of editorial. I did a lot of, I do Southern living. I do food and wine, country living, veranda, um, real simple, all of those different titles. Um, but I've, as of the last, I'd say less than a year, um, I've seen a big shift in who is asking me for my day right and who wants me to style for them. And recently it's been a lot of interior designers. And so they may have just finished this awesome house that they did and they want it shot and styled so they can submit it to a magazine or put it on their portfolio or whatever it is. But they don't, they figured out that they don't want to deal with getting you know, the flowers and the produce for the kitchen and the extra mm. trays and the vases and the rugs and to make that room look picture perfect. And a lot of times the client doesn't want to pay for that last layer at the end either. No, they don't. They've already paid a ton of money in the renovation and the large furniture, but they still want it shot and they want it to look finished. And so my years of magazine experience have come in and they'd say, hey, can I hire you for your day rate to do so, that? So an interior designer is paying you to come in to do that. What, what are they, mm -hmm. so they're t putting in their portfolio, number one. Mm -hmm. But why does a homeowner or the owner of the building or who hired the designer, why do they want it? They, they don't necessarily, you know, that's a good question. I mean, they don't necessarily, I don't know that they necessarily, I guess it's more of a favor to the designer. Sure. Um, because the designers finished it and they want to put yeah. it in their portfolio and they let us, a lot. we try to get in right after it's done too. Right. So that, Maybe they're like moved out or maybe um, they're on vacation or whatever it is and stuff has been freshly put in the house. But um, but no, they 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 seem to think it's fun most of the time though that I've been there to like have their house shot and Maybe an ego thing, is what you're telling me. It's <laughs> for them. It's okay for I, this. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Kathleen did not say it, I did. No. I mean, it's okay. So um, so tell me this. Let's talk numbers. So so XYZ uh, uh, do you work with Betsy Brown? With who? Betsy Brown. Oh, designer. I've not worked with her, but okay. she would be amazing. Okay, She's so we'll, <laughs> we'll try to figure out how we can make that connection. Yes. <laughs> so uh, say XYZ designer, interior uh -huh. designer mm -hmm. at a house in, you know, wherever. Best of you, Homewood, Mountain Brook, wherever, mm -hmm. comes in and hires you for your day rate. What does that look, how much is your, what is your daily rate? I, I if you said a hundred dollars or you said $10,000, I would be like, oh, okay. okay. I, I don't know what that number looks like. I have no idea. Yeah. So what does that look like? Um, it, it depends on the job. That's um, what everybody says that quotes their business. It yes, depends on the job. It depends okay. on the job. Give me a range. <laughs> um, usually it's about 700 a day for okay. a seven hour day. Okay. So hundred bucks an hour mm -hmm. is fair. Yeah. So what if we've got to buy Flowers, and we've got to buy oranges. We got to buy, you know, uh, kiwi, and we got to buy all these weird things for the. So, so is that on top of the seven hundred? Yes. So that is for the shoot day. It is per day. So every shoot, every interior shoot is going to require me to have at least one prep day, and that's going to okay. be another seven hundred, six seven hundred, depending on what it is, and then whatever extra flowers we're shooting a kitchen, and they want, you know baguettes from Shaylee Lou and you want, you know, fresh produce and things like the grocery bill. If there's any kind of extra prop I need to purchase or rent to make that room look finished within reason. Sure. Um, and then I also keep a pretty hearty supply of my props that I bring to different shoots. And Absolutely. I, and I will charge a rental fee 
If I have to pack up that box from my house and risk it getting broken. It's, um, somebody's going to rent it. Yes. Okay. You're so you're going to pay for it. So let me, so you got two days. So mm-hmm. six or seven, between 600 and a thousand bucks a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then any of the stuff you got to buy slash rent. Yes. So the, the buy slash rent stuff's kind of a push. Mm-hmm. So that's a push. Mm-hmm. So you, so, so to have you, you're mm-hmm. looking at least a hundred bucks an hour mm-hmm. for two days. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And yeah. you enjoy that. I really, I do. I enjoy it. And I've, and I've gotten to where to, I either emphasize that the designer needs to either help on set, bring one of their assistants, or they need to let me hire one of my assistants that they pay for. Sure. So that they're the ones doing most of the unloading and repacking. And I can actually focus on working with a photographer and making sure that shot is perfect. And I've thought about things that they haven't thought about to to make it look like they could submit it to a magazine. If they so they're to. taking these, they're taking these pictures and submitting them to magazines. Hopefully. Now, do, you, do you require them to give you credit in the magazine? Hey, mm-hmm. double check. Hey, make sure styling mm-hmm. Kathleen Varner. Let's go. I mean, do you, do you make sure that they do that? Do you copyright? I mean, you know what? You probably I really, should. I probably should. Yeah. I, I really I'll be do. your agent. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Um, I think I'm, I'm so used to prop styling world um, where, we're, the stylist is used to getting, if they get a credit, it's like in the crack of the magazine. Yeah, in the seam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where someone's pulled the the, yeah, fl- yeah. the, ma- the mailer out and yeah. it just, it's gone. Yeah, it's yeah. Gone. It's I got gone. you. But, um, you know, it'll it's funny because sometimes, you know, the stylist, you're like, oh, that's a beautiful thing that the photographer shot. And you look at all the stuff that's been in there that you've packed and loaded and sourced and rented a van and, <laughs> you know, literally. Yeah. And, your name's like in the crack and you're like, oh, well, there'd be nothing there to shoot if I had not been there. That is my work, not photographer John. <laughs> but no, they, their part is, sure, is beautiful absolutely. and different. They, but, they have a, hard, a big part in it, yeah. But I mean, I can't, at this point, you know, as long as I'm getting paid at the end of the day sure. in a timely manner, I have, I really haven't been to you know, if they don't credit me, they don't credit me. Yeah, no big deal. It's fine. So if, so we're to look at your income, look at your business, what would we say percentage-wise would be prop styling or stylings and mm-hmm. flowers? Where, where are we at there? We're probably at like 70-30 with 70 being the prop styling at this point. Really? Yeah, I'd say. How many days a week do you work? Because I'm, ha- I'm having a hard time placing like, how, yeah. do, you, do you work really hard right now? <laughs> No, no, no. I'm asking, that's an honest question. You have to be yeah, like, I'm crazy. It is, it is, do you, do you, cause like you spent your twenties yeah, working your butt yeah. off, but like, how hard do you work right now? Um, Honestly. It's, you know, it kind of ebbs and flows. Does that embarrass you? That question no, embarrasses no. you. <laughs> she's getting red. <laughs> if you're listening to this on a podcast, she's red because I just asked her how hard she works. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's, it's changed. Yeah, sure. Recently. Um, I'd say, you know, I've kind of had to learn and I'm still learning my limits with kids now. Yeah. Um, I probably take one shoot day a week at this point. Okay. Um, because that shoot day involves a full prep day yeah. and a return day afterwards. So that's, it's really like three days. But that prep day and return day, I just need more flexibility lately. My, as you know, if you've got kids. Mm-hmm. They're sick all the time. Mm. And so trying to, they're full-time daycare. And so trying to always leave a little bit of wiggle room in my schedule in case, you know, in case they get sick or they're, you know, something comes up with them. Because like I said, 
Josh has zero flexibility. Yeah, got to be there at six. Yes, and we have no parents in town. Oh, that's right. So it's. So tell me about Josh. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a doctor. Where'd you guys meet? Like, tell, tell me about him. So uh, we actually met on Match.com. Yes. <laughs> Back when I like got on the computer. <laughs> Clip that. Give him credit. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best pop stylists and florist in the southeast. <laughs> met her husband on Match.com. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. That's great. Uh, yeah. No. We used to be like super embarrassed. I think to say no, that. No. But you know what? It, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. We're happy. So, um, yeah, we met. I was interning at Southern Living Still, and we, you know, you moved to Birmingham. I love Birmingham. Now, where's he from originally? He is, so he's from a small town outside Montgomery called Union Springs, yeah. Alabama. Know where it is? There you go. Here you go. Well, yep. I, I did not know yep. where it was. Yep. You when should. We met. No. You're from Philly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, very, very yeah. different upbringing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. But, um, but great. I mean, Great, great people there. Yeah. It's, um, they've got a great social network. Lots, I mean, they can party down oh, there. Absolutely. Like A lot more space. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so, yeah, so he's from there, went to Auburn. Okay. Went to UAB for medical school. Right. And trained at UAB for residency. Wonderful. Well. So you met him there, got mm-hmm. married, mm-hmm. kids. Mm. Yeah. So you're 37, so you had your first one at 33. Mm-hmm. So how long were you guys married before you had kids? Five years. Great. Mm-hmm. Which I highly recommend. Highly recommend that. Yes. You hear that, Luke? Highly <laughs> recommend that. Yes. Luke's back there, been married a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. So um, did you always want to have kids? I think so. I mean, it's always hard. <laughs> I, sure, I hope so. <laughs> I think so. Um, <laughs> Never had that answer before. No. <laughs> I think. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, I don't think I was ever, I knew I'd never wanted to have like, a ton of kids. Yeah. Um, but I I felt ready after five years. Sure. I, I don't know that I was 100% sure in the beginning, but after five years, I we both felt very ready Great. To, to start that. Um, and, but yeah, we, I mean, we got to travel. We went mm. to, we went to Paris. We went to Amsterdam. We, you know, went to Napa. We, we got to do a lot of fun things before. And, and we're like, we still, we make that a big priority Yeah. to do date nights, to, to travel at alone. least once a year alone. Yeah, we do too. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I, you know, I hear about people when they say, oh, I haven't been out anywhere mm-hmm. without my kid in three years. And I just. Sorry. I, <laughs> so let, let's say this. Okay. Uh-huh. So here's one thing you made a good point of earlier mm-hmm. is you still take date nights. Mm-hmm. You still get to travel mm-hmm. um, by yourself. What do you do with the kids on date nights? What do you do with the kids? Because so, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the South has got mom and them that live close. My mama's mm-hmm. watching the kids. Mm-hmm. So and so. Like, we lived in Cookville for 11 years. Yeah. Had no parents. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. It's very hard. Yeah. So how do you do that? This is a great lesson for people out there. They're yeah. in your same uh, time frame. Mm-hmm. How do you date with no family? So we we do have we have one great, Mary Noel. She is our in-town grandmother, we call her. Mm-hmm. And I put out a a thing on Facebook in one of the groups um, when I was pregnant with Alice, just kind of feeling, because I wasn't sure at the time when sure. I got pregnant. I said, you know, I don't know what my work love schedule is going to be like. I don't know if I want full-time daycare. I don't know if I want a nanny. And she has just kind of been, you know, uh, we just feel very lucky to have her. She, Who is she? What does she do? She's actually also does flowers. 
She lives. Is she related to you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Who's this person? Uh, yeah, no. But yeah, found her on the Facebook group, interviewed her before, and she's kind of like our, you know, backup if I need someone to pick up Alice from school to take That's her great. to gymnastics or whatever it is. Now, we are big. We rely a lot on Wendy, the Wendy app as well. Um, if we want a date night, like. Well, uh, <laughs> you don't know about that? No. You don't know about the babysitting app? No. It's. So I think it started, it was a lot of Sanford graduates. This local? Or Sarah Sanford students. Yeah. But uh, it's, in, it's in other cities now. But I think it started here. I have no idea. It's ex- please educate me. Um, and it's, it's basically like a babysitting Uber app. You, you can put in, you know, you put in, I've got two kids these ages. They need to be fed. This is what their bedtime is. This is my rate. This is where we live. And you put the posting out there and then... If somebody wants it, they grab it. And then you can look at their profile. Everyone's vetted, but you can see, oh, they've got five stars. They've done a hundred jobs. Don't like, get a two-star babysitter. Yeah. The, the, yeah don't, oh, no. don't get a two-star no, babysitter. No, no. Got it. Okay. Yes. Just like Amazon. This yeah, is yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yes. Okay. You only get the five star. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you use that some too. Oh yeah. We use that. I mean, if we want to go out to eat, like we're going out to eat, but I've found a sitter within two hours no. before. No, you got to, you got to increase that rate a little bit. Absolutely. But sometimes mama and dad would, I need some chiffon fun and I'm going to get it. So. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so tell me how life has changed mm-hmm. since kids for a, from a workings perspective. How, how, cause mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're, you've, you've proven the people you work for. Yeah. Like I know Neely's work ethic. Mm-hmm. You said you had a hard boss, Back at uh, when Ho- at Hoffman, mm-hmm. so you've worked hard, mm-hmm. interned for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. How did your work life transit? How did you transition from working hard and long mm-hmm. to when you had kids? What'd you, what what did, what'd you give up? It's still, I mean, and you know, I, I guess I didn't know how to answer that question when you first. I mean, I still the days are still hard and long, yeah. um, and they just are. And I, and I I love what I do. Yeah, that's it, key. It, it it fills my cup. Um, I feel more confident than ever. I'm good at it. I know what I can deliver to a client. And so, and, and I'm always thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, but it has transitioned with kids. There's no longer where I used to be able to come home in the evenings after dinner or whatever it was yeah. and get back on my computer and work. Can't I can do that. I, I'm spent by the end of the day. After five o'clock, after I picked up my kids, I, I can't turn it on like I used to. I have I to give myself a break there. Now, it may mean like, all right, you're going to get up a little extra early the next sure. day. You're going to answer some emails then or whatever it is. But the evenings at this point in my life. You don't work. No. That's great. Me neither. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't, I did, it took me probably two, until two years ago. Yeah. Now, there are always those situations where I have to work late at night because of an event or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's different. I mean, sure. you have to do that some too. Right. But like, for example, I get home this afternoon. I'm picking tea up at 5.30 yeah. from basketball. Mm-hmm. I ain't working. No. I'm just not doing it. No. Now, I'm an early person, so I will do stuff in the morning before I get going. Sure. But for the most part, I quit doing that. Yeah. So, okay, I got a handful of questions, just easy. Yeah. Like, Shoot. Quick questions, mm-hmm. okay? And you have to be very uh, – there's some of these questions. I want you to just be as egotistical as you possibly can. Okay. Okay, like – so the first question is, what are you absolutely great at? I I can see the next level of 
any shot in a room. Mm. I can say this is great, but it'd, it'd be even better if you had, if we pulled in this rug, if we moved this here, if we added, I just, I've, I've looked at magazines for so long at this point. It's been 15 years. I've been in that world. I, I just see it. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, Can't teach it. It's, it's just like an instinct now. It's like, this is, this next thing is going to make it better. This next thing's going to make it better. What is the next level? Is, I hate this word next. I hate that. The next level. Mm-hmm. That's so corny. What is the next thing for you as far as growth in a business is concerned? What is that? That's That's been, again, that's been a big discussion. Let's, I think, let's have it. <laughs> um, you know, right now my kids are in full-time daycare. Yeah. And they go to school year-round. And it's, I could drop them off at 7 a.m. I can leave them there till 530. Mm-hmm. I don't love to do that. But they're about to, they're going to start elementary school soon. And so a lot of my thinking has been around how do I not work a full day every day and be able to be there to pick them up and not Mm -hmm. send them to aftercare every day or just, you know, they're about to have a lot more sports and soft, you know, baseball, whatever it is. Um, And so just recently I have, I've been doing more of the interior stuff because I can cut that day a little shorter. Um, I've been going into people's houses. Like maybe we do an interior shoot at their house and they, they'll be like, Hey, can you come back? I really liked that. All that stuff you brought. Can you come back and like finish out my bookshelves or, you know, finish out my mantle or my entryway. And because I'm shopping all the time for everything else and I'm used to setting up for a magazine, I've sort of been able to transition that to, you know, I can just come into your house and do that. So and you're can, parlaying shoots and things into more dollars from the client. Exactly. That's awesome, Kathleen. And I can cut that day. You know, I can be like, yeah. I'm only here for three hours. This is my bill for three hours. I'll get done what I can in that time. And I'm not taking that home as much sure. as I am. Like if I'm planning a Southern Living shoot, mm. my wheels are turning. I'm thinking about that. Okay, yeah. I need to make sure I remember to get this and this and this. Mm. But to go into someone's house and do that. I can shut it off a little bit more. I can cut the day shorter. So that's good. That's been one of the transitions I've been trying to make. Um, or if I am doing a shoot like this summer, I've got a great one up in Nashville. Okay. I'll be gone for a week. Oh, wow. And, you know, maybe I just do. Less. What are you going to do with your babies? They are going to go with my in laws in Union Springs. My, great. My in laws have also been absolutely incredible. They're only an hour and a half away. So, and they love taking them. The kids love going there. Perfect. We went, that's how we've been able to travel. That's do our great. big trips. That's great. Okay, mm-hmm. next question. Who's your favorite follow on any social media? My favorite Favorite, follow? just uh, when you see them, you're just like, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Let me think. I can't, th- like, one that just comes to mind. Um, I've got so many interior design friends that, think oh well, i love betsy brown you mentioned okay. her she's shut great. up <laughs> um gosh that's a tough one depends on if i'm doing uh, i'm afraid I'm, I'm afraid if i say one name no I'm gonna, I'm gonna it, we will put a disclaimer out there another one um but hold on let me see let me pull this up <laughs> let me pull it up. um because i'm constantly consuming and one week. Um, I don't know. Ugh, I'm freezing. Um, I'm just going to. Okay. I love house and parties. They're one of my favorites. I just pulled up my saved huh. Instagram posts. They are a really cool, like, tabletop company that. Um, they, they sell stuff? Just, yes. 
they sell stuff. House and parties. House and parties. I think they are the coolest. Okay. Uh, these are random questions too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you need to work on to be a better human? I need to learn how to turn it off a little bit more. That's when great. I'm at home. What are your thoughts? And you've done a very good job at this. Mm-hmm. Okay. On like building a personal brand. So obviously mm-hmm. Kathleen Varner, this Kathleen, Varner, like you've done that. Is mm-hmm. it sellable? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could be. But like, what are your thoughts on that? Just whole process. I think just being as honest and genuine as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I try, I really try anything I post, anything I say that I like or I buy or whatever it is, like it's something I truly like use at home or like, or I've been doing. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I do try to show as much as I can, like the hard parts, you know, of being a mother and working and yeah. my kid just pooped all over himself right before we left the house for yep. whatever it is. And you know, it was a hard day. Yep. Um, so I think just putting all that out there and, and trying to be honest with yourself. That's great. Uh, different question. So mm-hmm. from an so upper income family, what do you, what do you guys who does the investing in your home? You or your husband? My husband. Husband. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that? A little bit. Um, Where's y'all's investing tilt towards? Like obviously, other than your business, mm-hmm. where are you guys putting money to to invest in? Um, well, we do have. We still own our our first house that we oh, good. Uh, bought. He bought yep. when we were engaged um, uh, in Crestline Park. Okay. And that's been a real fun little, not a big investment, but um, held on to that, paid it off. It's a rental? It's a rental. That's good. Uh-huh. Um, and we live in Crestline now, so um, we'd like to buy a few more. We'll see. So you like but, you want to kind of stay in the rental game, the real estate? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, and then he's got some in the market that I'm... Just market stuff you don't know about? I don't know about. Okay. All right. Five ending questions that are just really, really, really quick. Okay. okay what are your go-to activities with your four-year-old and your two-year-old? Um, lately, it's the moon bounce. We just got our yard turfed. It used to be disgusting. And so now it's turfed. And we got, we got some turf. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like, just like protective stadium. We got this. Uh-huh. Okay. We yep. got turf at our yep. house. We love it. We love and it. And we got to cut no grass. Yeah. We got to pay nobody to cut no yep. grass. And I started pay and I started paying someone to pick up the dog poop too. That's and it. honestly, that's been like my favorite thing ever. Well, it's so funny. We did uh-huh. a party this weekend for, um, Christopher Conferro. Okay. Yeah. And so we did a party for him and beautiful home here uh-huh. in Birmingham. Yeah. And we're walking through and the guy looks at me and goes, What's that guy doing? I said, I think the guy's picking up poop uh-huh. in the dog pen. <laughs> yep. And sure enough, he had a poop. Yep. Birmingham decal. poop scoop. Yes, yep. that's what it was. Yep. Okay, great. great. I had no idea that Honestly, business existed. Like, that's my, awesome. They, like, I may like him as much as my house cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what are you really focused on learning right now? Focused on learning. What are you reading, learning? What, what, are, you, what are you doing there? Um, right now, I, I've got... It's a lot of a lot of family raising kid kind of books Perfect, on my yeah. nightstand. Honestly, we're we're in a big tantrum phase. We're in a big just um, you know just trying to make I, sure we're. I do know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do know. Yeah, I, I, I got you. I feel yeah. you feel your pain. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm reading one called Hunt Gather Parent. Oh, okay. I'll have to look that one. It's up. very good because uh-huh. the girl does a lot of research and she talks a lot about how. A lot of these cultures that are extremely successful with ch- child uh-huh. rearing, uh-huh. they they integrate their kids into their lives. Okay. They don't do 
tons of play days. They don't go sit at birthday parties for hours on end. They don't center their lives around their humans. They integrate them. Even from the ages of two Mm -hmm. and four. She's got a section that says, this age, this is the way you do this. And it's fascinating. I'd love to, I, I would love to read that. I'll, I'll send you a sure link to it. It's called Hunt, Gather, Parent. The ladies were pretty brilliant. Yeah. So it's, it's a very, very good read. Um, yeah. we okay. Were, we were big um, bringing up Bebe fans, the, mm. the French, French philosophy yep. of raising kids, which I feel like they're big on, you know, not making them the center of attention and yes. making it more like they're part of your lives and what you're doing. And we're not going to stop everything to make this. Comfortable it's not for centered you. around you. Yeah. yeah. Have you read or heard about Baby Wise? I've heard of it. So we are Baby Wise Nazis. Okay. And people thought we were crazy mm-hmm. because we would. It was a. It was a sleep method. Yes. As much as anything. Yeah. And so we would. So we did the opposite. Baby Wise is wonderful, and I mm-hmm. highly recommend it for new parents. Mm-hmm. So what it is it is the rhythm of normal people is play. Eat, sleep, mm-hmm. and people will feed their kid, mm-hmm. and it transitions them to sleep. Mm-hmm. Have a bottle, go. Yes, in. okay. Yeah. Total opposite. Huh. So it's it's sleep, eat, play. Interesting. And the the hard part about it is mm-hmm. is people. This is where people think you're crazy. Yeah. Is you have your routine mm-hmm. of. Rocking your kid for a second. Yeah. And then you set them in the bed, the mm-hmm. bassinet, whatever. Yeah. And they go to sleep. Yeah. You don't rock them to sleep. Oh, yeah. You don't, yeah. none of that stuff. You set them in there and then yeah. suckers, yeah. I'm telling you, they, they will scream their head off for yep. however many minutes. And the parents, the other parents think you're nuts. Yeah. But it works. No, I, we are, big, we did Moms on Call, which I think may have been I, a it, little similar. Yeah. Very but similar. We, we were very much, they're going to cry and it's going to be okay. Yeah. And they're I'm, not sick or hurt. They're not. Yeah. They're not sick or hurt. They're taken care of. Yes. Pretty sure there was one night when we were breaking our son and I just turned the sound machine on really yeah. high in my room and he had a appointment with the pediatrician the next day. And so I went to sleep and I was fine, but his little voice was hoarse the next morning. <laughs> and I just thought, Oh my gosh, I'm the worst mom I'm the ever. Worst parent, but I'm really not. He was fine. He was and fine. the pediatrician said he was fine. Yep. He's and guess okay. what? They both slept through the night at three months. Yes. That's the beauty mm-hmm. of that that method. Yes. So, huge plug for baby wise. Yes. Uh, favorite vacation that you've taken? Fa- uh, Paris, hundred percent. Okay. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Next question. Uh-huh. Favorite vacation you've never taken? That I'm south of France. South of okay, perfect. We're <laughs> French people. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. Um, what is the best book you've ever read? Best book I've ever read. Um, at this point in my life, I'd probably say. Um, Mom's on call because I got my children to sleep through the night at three Nice, nice. <laughs> but um, I know that's not very exciting. That's great though. I mean, that's a, that's a super practical book uh-huh. that like that people can, yes. especially young moms. So, yes. um, okay. Well, and I will say too, I'm a I'm a occasional reader, but ma- I mean, magazines are my jam, and so. What's your favorite? Ooh, can you say your favorite? Can um, you give me your top three magazines? Uh, well, I've got to say Southern Living because okay, you got Southern to. Living. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love, I love Veranda. They're also here. Okay. I think they do a beautiful job. Um, there's so many. Um, I love a lot of the like English versions of country living and like a lot of the European, uh, magazines. You, you're a big European person. Like you like that, mm-hmm. that culture. I do. I Why do. is that? Um, 
it just they just seem they just seem to not take themselves so seriously. They yeah. take they are very big on work life balance. Um, I love the food. I love I love the history. I think that's a big thing. Like even here, I like to visit historical cities. Yeah. Maybe it's growing up in Philadelphia. Kind sure. of get that bug. Yeah. Um, I love really old things. Awesome. What mm-hmm. am I missing? What have I not asked you about? What do you want to talk about that makes that you just love and enjoy? Like, what is there anything else that we've missed? I love and enjoy. Um, I'd say, I mean, lately it feels like sleep, but. Uh, <laughs> She's honest, folks. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's it's been really fun. The, you know, the kid work-life balance has been really fun to to sort of see how that's changing recently. And, and, and they're kind of getting older and, and able to be like a little bit more fun and do things. And so, like, this is the first year we're actually taking vacations with them. We usually kind of just give them to my in-laws. Sure. And so, um, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to to doing some stuff with them this year. Um, you going to have any more kids? No. Oh. No, no. Pretty quick. Yeah, no. <laughs> no more kids. <laughs> no more kids. Um, okay, great. What what questions do you have for me? Anything? Um, you probably don't know much about me, but that's fine. I, I I think I do need your your the meal fit. I, I was it would I was be great, at that, like, yeah, because that's been really hard. We kind of went through a couple months where I mean I just didn't cook. Like it, I just didn't. Doordash, we, Doordash. Um, we Taco Mama, Sarin. I mean, it was takeout or like very you know basic, basic. Um, and you just kind of felt gross. Like yeah, you're sure. working hard. You you've got it doesn't stop when you get home and we've recently kind of gotten back into a good rhythm with it. But, um, I don't know that that was just kind of one of those things. Like yeah. when you're working hard with, with which owning a business and having a family, like not everything can keep going at the same time. Like something is going to drop at any point and whether it's your house is a mess or it's, you know, for us, it was cooking for a while. Like yeah. I just couldn't get there. I feel like the thing that we do, is food, but mm-hmm. the thing that we do more than anything is time. Yeah. Like, you know, you, for example, ordering, mm-hmm. you're like the prototypical client, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. 25 to 45, mm-hmm. mom, business owner, mom, busy, busy, whatever. Yeah. Got stuff going on. Yeah. Can probably, you're probably a pretty decent cook, mm-hmm. but like, don't want to, don't really have mm-hmm. time or just don't want to put in forth the effort. And yeah. I think that's where we come in and make your life easier. Yeah. It's just, you got cooked food. Like, for example, mm-hmm. I do it. Yeah. Like, I take the food home. Yeah. Like I got three kids, two of which are in the throw fix. One is in the throes of puberty and one is fixing the base. So like they're, they're hungry. Oh my gosh. They, I mean, they eat so much. Mm -hmm. And so we do it and it just, it does, it makes our life easier. Cause I got one in volleyball, one in basketball. Uh, I mean, just, we got thing, we're going in 14 different directions. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And so having, Having meal fed at the house is just, I mean, I'm a client. I'm also, yeah. I'm a owner, but I'm also a client. Yeah, type thing, yeah, you know, yeah. so, so it helps us a lot. So, um, well, this has been fun. I've learned so much about you. And we find out too, that there's so many people that we know. I know, I know. And, you know, from Daniel to uh-huh. Neely to uh-huh. Alice to uh-huh. all those people, different yeah. people. Now, I figure if we talked long enough, we could probably figure out some more. I'm sure. So, I mean, that's why I love Birmingham too. Yeah, it's it's know. really, you so, know, it's a small, it's a small town. At right. The end of the day. So if people want to find you, mm-hmm. want to hire you, want to find you just want to follow you just see what you're doing because I, I would say this if you're listening you need to go to her website she's got a beautiful website mm-hmm. it's some of the best i've seen in a long long time um where do people need to find you um instagram kathleen varner perfect that's mm-hmm. the best thing yeah awesome mm-hmm. um thank you so much for joining us yeah this has been thanks great. for having learned me learned a lot i yeah. loved um 
I love the, I hate to say the word struggle, but I love the, the, the kind of the grit and determination through your twenties mm-hmm. of just like going from job to job. Mm-hmm. And then where you taken all the experiences that you had mm-hmm. and compounded them together to build a wonderful business and an extremely successful business here in Birmingham. Well, so thank you. So thank it's you. been a lot of fun. So thank you so much. Absolutely. 